So I'm on the uh, BJJ Fanatics website, and I see three new videos by some guy named Thomas Radzinski. Uh, are you familiar with that guy at all? Nope, absolutely not. No? Well, he's got some good stuff. Three new, three brand new videos. Um, they're getting amazing reviews, which is good to see as well. Uh, but you got to tell us about them real quick? Yeah. You know, I had yeah, you guys already know, but I had um, opportunity to go to Boston, shoot three more instructionals, one on Butterfly Hook, complete guide for Butterfly Hook, two, um, wrap, lapel, and submit them, and three, we have uh, taking the back. It's particularly designed for guys for over 40 because there is no climbing involved. All the back days are on the ground, uh, very, very full and effective system. So dip into it. I'm really hoping that this is going to help your jiu-jitsu and really take it to the next level. BJJFanatics.com. Just search R-O-Z-D-Z. We have all had that situation where after classes, when we want to ask a question and uh, Thomas, a lot of those questions you've already answered, right? At ask a black belt. Yeah. It's another podcast that I'm running. Um, it, it, you know, it's on podcasts, all podcast platforms, plus on, on YouTube, you can find it anywhere. Just search for my name, search, search for ask a black belt at this point, over a hundred episodes, different questions, jujitsu life related, but something that everybody comes across. And often these questions sink in our mind, but we don't ask for whatever reason. So if that benefits you, go there, listen. It actually might help your jujitsu, might help your life as well. And if you have any questions, find me on Instagram and drop me a line. I'll be happy to answer your question and mention your name during the episode. Welcome to Raw Radio. And we are live again. There we go. All right. Don't say that's too, no. No. And we're live. That's okay. how you get. You okay, don't get the on. again. Redo. Redo. Ready? And we are live. Here we go. Again. <laughs> it's the only thing I got. It's my little thing. Contribution. <laughs> I'm glad you were able to correct me because I would totally ruin the whole thing. I would. Yeah. Somebody's going to keep you in line. <laughs> Thank keep you. you in check. <laughs> check. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Here we go. Um, take the lead on this one. I'm going to give it to you. The title says it all, right? If you've, if you've seen the title of the episode, uh, is it true? Is Technique King? I will say I, I don't think it's a black and white answer. No. I, if I had to answer yes or no, I would say no. I don't think I don't think technique is a king because it's not the only component that is involved in all of this. Okay, so and and we talked about it quite a bit during the episode, but I do believe that technique is the fundamental thing that we should focus on. This should be hyper focus of our journey, especially at the beginning of it. Mm-hmm. Comprehension of simple things like distance control, distance management, balance, gravity. Those understanding what they mean and how they are used against and in our favor is critical to how long we'll continue learning and the success that we'll have. You know what's annoying right now? That your laptop reflection is in your glasses. I can't is see it? your eyes. Yeah. yeah. Good. <laughs> I'm falling asleep. <laughs> but if, if we were to talk about whether technique, pure only technique, is that enough? I will say no. 
because I do think that physical attributes are present. The differences in our bodies are present. We can't control those factors, but we have to take them under consideration. So essentially saying, if I'm going to fight somebody who is 100 pounds heavier and I have a superior technique, will I, will I win? I have a high percentage on my side from a skill perspective, but if I underestimate the weight difference and their strength and power no matter what my technique is, I will lose. Right. So, um, well, that, that changes it to strategy. Correct. Right. Correct. Correct. And this is, this is where being intelligent about it plays a role. So technique on its own, if you don't know how to use it is useless because you will use it in a wrong scenario. Mm -hmm. Right. But then I, I don't see that. I don't think that as, I don't think of that as technique. I think that's where it falls into like steps where you know the steps. You might know a technique per se, but yeah, you're like really you said, loud, you don't by know. The way. Sorry. Cool. You don't, you're, maybe your headphones are up. Maybe. Uh, when you don't, so you know technique, a technique, but if you don't know when or how exactly to apply it because you haven't done it enough, it is no longer valid um, well and this is i think the definition of these terms where right. we might be varying right so for me a technique a subset of steps executed in a specific scenario but this does not include a strategic application okay so i might have phenomenal double leg takedown that it's flawless however if somebody is 25 feet away from me that technique is not applicable as a result of it is useless. Right. So that's where your strategy comes right. in. You got to close that distance Correct. in order to use it. Correct. Yeah. So I'm saying technique on its own is not enough. Mm -hmm. The intelligence when and how to apply it yeah. to create yeah, these I, opportunities. I, I look at the technique almost as like a tool. And if you don't know how to use it, well, then it ser it doesn't, it's not going to serve your purpose. Exactly. It's going to put you in danger. <laughs> right? Exactly. You know, you, you might have a hammer. Mm-hmm. But you might bend every single nail you strike because you don't know how to use that hammer, right? Um, That's my household. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, I, no, no, you're taking, right. Right. So taking that into consideration, I do believe that technique is um, the most important thing because you can have somebody who is physically gifted who has no technique who is stronger, bigger, outweighs you by a ton. Uh, and if they have no technique, they're done. Uh, and what I mean by no technique is they're not coming with a wrestling background. They're not coming with a great striking yeah, yeah. background. I'm just talking the big bruiser who walks around the, boat, the bar right? and yep. thinks he's the shit yep. and he doesn't know anything and he's never been in, in a real fight. He might be huge. He might be imposing. He's probably going to get wrecked by anybody who has technique in whatever art that they know. Yep. Um, so I do think that it, but once you start, that guy gets his ass kicked and goes into a jujitsu school and starts learning. Once he is halfway, if whatever a journey is, he's a blue, a, a decent blue belt. Um, and that same scenario arises, it's going to be a very different outcome. Right, maybe not a different outcome, but the the the, the way it plays out is yeah. very different, right? Yeah. Um, 
so I don't think that technique, you know, conquers all, but, um, it's, it's certainly more important than, um, those physical attributes. Well, so that's the interesting part, right? Because oftentimes when we do begin the training of jujitsu brand new, somebody who hasn't started yet, oftentimes their hyper focus is on things like open mat, physical training, mm-hmm. and you know, tapping everybody out and submitting everybody along the way and then so on, right? But rarely people focus or students focus on understanding the technicalities and mechanics of the situation and how to solve those problems, mm-hmm. right? So why do you think we focus so much on the physical components when when we actually arrive to this place to learn something else? We didn't, look, nobody signs up to spar. People sign up, no, think about this. People sign up to learn jujitsu by definition well, of this. Huh? They say that. They don't know what jiu-jitsu is yet. Well, that's true. That's true. I got to give that to you. Yes, they don't know what jiu-jitsu is. Right. But I guess what I'm trying to say is this. You sign up for a class to learn jiu-jitsu, right? Yet, when the situation, opportunity presents itself, you are first one to smash everybody. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Yeah. So how come we are so resistant to learning and we're trying to go the opposite direction? Uh, Instant gratification. We, we want to pat ourselves on the back for tapping somebody out. When we're a, a, you're a blue belt and you tap out a brown belt, if that happens, you're, you're amazing. You're, you, you've got this shit nailed down. You know everything because you just took, took on somebody who has years more experience. So than it's you. like that win versus learn mentality. Yeah, absolutely. And l- learning even jujitsu can be super boring if you go about learning you know, going back to technique. So what is technique? Is it just learning that arm bar? Is it just learning that choke? Or is it learning that fundamental, those fundamental things we were talking about of, you know, base, connection, distance, all those things, which those aren't fun to do. They're not fun to look at. They're not cool. They're not impressive. Um, until you go against somebody who has them and then you're like, Oh, I, I, I can't get off my back. I'm not going to do any of those cool things I, th- I thought I was going to do. Yeah. I can't breathe. I'm smothered. He has an answer for everything. He doesn't have an answer for everything because he's got the slickest whatever, newest thing that, <laughs> that you know, somebody just put on Instagram. Uh, he's got those thi- those, that, that fundamental stuff down to the point where all that stuff that you're thinking about doing is useless. And that, the, I don't think people think of that as technique. It is technique, isn't it? It's not those series of steps. I mean, it is, but broken down differently. Well, you know, listen, it, technique, technique by definition would be a subset of steps to take us from between point A to point B. What's right? So, yeah. so, so, so if, I'm, if I'm sparring with you, mm-hmm. I want you to tap me out because it's miserable. It's, it's miserable to be when, when you're doing your thing, when it's heavy pressure, when it's, um, you know, every movement I make makes it harder for me to breathe or every inch I think I just took leads you to someplace else where uh, it's a more dominant position. All that stuff is technique. There's not one submission in there. 
But that te- that technique, I think, is going to get you further through a jujitsu journey than all the fancy cool stuff uh, and submitting people all the time. Um, so first, I will say I'm not a fan of fancy cool stuff. I like it's entertaining, but I'm more of an old school guy. At the same time, to be fair, there are some phenomenal grapplers who will do fancy cool stuff. And nobody can stop them. So just by that, they are an expert in that cool thing, right? Does that mean that they're not going to get far? I think their journey is going to be shorter. And I'm not talking about like the, you know, the Gordon Ryans of the world. I'm talking about the average person because the average person is, that stuff's going to run out. You're going to, you're going to, that type of movement those type of techniques in quotes um there that's going to diminish over time for you i don't know if i agree and again i'm old school and i don't know if i agree do you move that. the same way you did 20 years ago no is there a reason for it other than conscious decision Phys- well, physical where where and tear right but but look you're I but guess but looking... nobody wants to roll with you. Why? <laughs> <laughs> this is where we're going it's with not, this. <laughs> well, yeah, I should. It's not that nobody wants. Everybody knows what they're in store for. I guess is a better way to put but, that when they roll with you, and it's because that because those things that that base uh, knowledge I guess is still what, so present and heavy. Um, I guess what know? I'm saying is that. There is nothing wrong with the fancy stuff as long as you understand how it works. That's where I'm going with this. Mm -hmm. Because, again, there are guys who are by far better than me, and they do all fancy stuff. And I cannot stop them. So by definition of that, it works for them. Now, can they do it when they are 60? Well, I don't know that. Right. We'll find out in a decade or two. Can they do it if the rules change a little bit? I don't know. But again, then you're talking about the environment. You're talking about the rules of engagement. Right. right? And I think no matter what the rules of engagement are, if you have that base and you have that connection, I, that that I agree with. Right? If that, you have the distance control. That I agree. I, I agree with that part. I agree. So if we take all the rules away and we look at street-like or self-defense-like or a raw approach to jiu-jitsu where striking or other components might be in play, then yes, some of these sport techniques are not applicable, but I also think it's a two-way street. There's a lot of self-defense-oriented techniques and, and concepts. They are not applicable in sport environment. Sure. But if you understand, I guess what I'm, I, I keep coming back to is if you understand base connection, movement, you can, under certain, I, I think, shut down a lot of I the quote-unquote fancy stuff. I agree. And once you pass the guard, that fancy shit is gone. If they can't, <laughs> right? It's gone. It's over. Right. I I agree with the facts. Listen, I'm playing devil's advocate. I know that. I, I can hear it in my mind. But 
I do agree with the fact that understanding of simple principles like balance, distance, control, space management, you know, gravity, connections, you know, those are applicable all across everybody, everywhere, no matter what the fighting style circumstances are. I agree with that. However, I do think that what we do and how we do it is heavily dictated by environment we are in. Mm-hmm, for sure. If I'm on a mat, and we can strike. My responses are going to be very different when we are on a concrete and we can strike. All change is the environment. Okay, if we are on an IBJJF tournament, my response is going to be different than I have same IBJJF rules, but I'm at my home gym. Mm-hmm. It will be different. The environment has changed. So I think it's beyond the fact of what we try to do, what tools we have, is also the environment that's surrounding us that really changes quite a bit. And I think a lot of people underestimate this part, this simple fact, you know? So to, to, to the point of what you are making is understanding these principles helps us and makes it much more efficient no matter which environment we're in. But it does not mean that this is solve all problems. If I'm pulling shin-to-shin guard and I am on the street, I'm getting knocked the fuck out, mm-hmm. right? If I'm pulling shin-to-shin guard at IBJJF tournament, I actually might win the whole division. Environment has changed. The technique didn't. Understanding of the principle of space and control has not changed. What changed is the environment and the rules of engagement. That's just my thought. Thank you for listening to Raw Radio. If you enjoyed the show, don't forget to leave us a review and help us make the show even more amazing. For future episodes, check out our website and follow us on all major podcast platforms. Take care.